Brooks. And I'm Dan. And it's after work, for goodness sake. We're talking about things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. All right. So what's going Sorry, on? Sorry, I can't talk about that. That's my podcast. I'm a mind. I'm a mind during the middle of the day. What's going you on, man? Get it? You get it? I'm a busker, a buskin mime. I'm sorry, this is what I'm doing my podcast. Hey Dan, uh, as you can see right here in front of you, I pulled out my Nintendo 64. Oh man, I've been uh, for some reason the TikTok algorithm has pointed me towards this particular guy who is uh, devoting his life towards becoming a speedrunner of the game Mario 64. Okay. So it it brought me back and I decided I should get my Nintendo 64 out of off that shelf, dust it off, put Mario 64 in there and give my hand at speedrunning. Turns out I'm terrible at speedrunning, so I just died a lot. So now I think I'm just going to joyously play through Mario 64 just one last time for old times sake. What about you, Dan? I don't have a Nintendo 64. I see what you're just looking at your phone. I, mean, I was a- attempting to locate one on the internet to purchase. Uh, yeah. They're not that expensive, but by the time you buy all the stuff... It's just like... It's like you're buying it brand new. It's like you're buying a new system. Yeah. And you end up with an old system with a few old games. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, that's the problem. That that Nintendo 64 right there is not my original Nintendo 64 that I got for Christmas. Because you traded it in. In 1996. 96? Oh, man. 1996. Why didn't I get a Nintendo 64? You were 16 years old. I, I would have been. I don't know. Maybe you had a girlfriend? Girlfriend, you were busy going to boys to men's concerts and oh, that was and and other things while I was staying at home, being you know eleven, playing Mario sixty four with my buddies. Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah, you're older. By the time uh, I was sixteen, I think my dad said, "I'm done buying video games for you." So. uh you can just buy it for yourself. From here. Wow. And that's uh, why I ended up getting rid of my first Nintendo 64, because instead of getting a PlayStation 2 for Christmas, I sold my Nintendo 64, all the games and controllers, traded them in. That's gold right now. Traded them in to the... Uh, for next to nothing. Uh, that, a Dreamcast worthless and a few games and controllers i did have a dreamcast and a couple other things i think that just got me right up to the price of what a playstation 2 cost and you got one and i got one so it's like i had no i had no money or i had very little money and i just like hawked everything i was like here's three maybe even like a another system maybe a super nintendo that i just had laying around jeez and they're like we'll give you like eight bucks for the super nintendo 64 we'll give you like 21 dollars for this game and it like hobbled up to 189 dollars and i came out of my pocket 
for that uh, PlayStation 2, like 20 bucks. But then, of course, I needed a game. I needed an extra controller. So now, yeah. But I enjoyed that, and I used it as a DVD player for quite a long time. So since you brought up the PlayStation 2, it was quite popular, right? Pretty popular. Did you know that worldwide there were over 1.5 billion copies sold of games? 1.5 billion games. For the PlayStation 2? And there were a total of over 4,000 individual titles of games released for the PlayStation 2. Is that because they didn't have, like, the whole licensing thing like Nintendo has? Like, Nintendo only lets so many people make games for their system. Back then, it was way more strict. Right. 64, and like, they've definitely loosened it up. There's a lot of stuff that was only Xbox, PlayStation. Now Nintendo's like, all right, we'll have that too. Yeah, Nintendo was... they had a lot less and PlayStation was like the wild west. Yeah. You just, you want to make a game, you can make a game. Put it in that box. Sell it. Right. And I imagine there's a lot of terrible games out there. There are a lot of terrible games for most systems. I heard that that was the downfall. That exact same thing was the downfall for the Atari. Too many games. Too many ET. Too many people making terrible games releasing them for atari and then it just like i mean it was also when everything crashed gaming crashed back in the day like impossible side scrollers yeah like let's put this game put it up on a shelf it's 30 bucks somebody buys it it's terrible yeah and they're like hey atari why'd you let me buy this terrible game you put your name on it you vouched for it remember hearing stories of bulldozers just pushing pallets and pallets of unsold games into holes in the desert to be covered over. That was, yeah, that was E.T. E.T., yeah. And uh, that was a true story. Well, I mean, I heard about it. It was a true story. Because... I can't know. They uncovered like 10,000 copies. (laughs) Somebody's like, I know where this was. Of the E.T. game in the desert. What are those worth now? And I think they were like, someone uncovered them, found them, and then was selling those on eBay as one of the ones that was buried underground for 30 years. With picture. Yeah. Proof. Signed by E.T. himself, (laughs) the extraterrestrial. That being said, I'm going to be playing that uh, Mario 64, maybe. I'm going to start over. I always have to start from the beginning. I usually play through get to the end, don't get all the stars. I'm not as much of a completionist as I used to be. Just 70 stars gets you to the end of the game. Okay. There's 120 in the game. Okay. But And then I stop playing and then come back. You know, eight years later, it comes calling. So I would Brooks, sit around. Play me. Yeah, okay, okay. Play with me, Brooks. We didn't have a Nintendo 64, but my friend had a PlayStation 2. Yeah. And three at one point, but two, PlayStation 2. And we would sit around, um, played a lot of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ooh. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. That's Classic. the one with Chocobos. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. No, man. Tony Hawk 2, 
is probably the the game that I have spent the most time on. You know, Final Fantasy and Bubble Bobble might be close, but it, a lot of a lot of Tony Hawk Two, and we as a collective got every single every single thing unlocked. Mm-hmm. So there were different things you could find. Like if you if you grind this certain thing, it'd be like, "Good job, you unlocked." There's like a list for each mm-hmm. level. Yep. You got to do all these things mm-hmm. and they have cutesy names. Yeah, yeah. And you're just supposed to figure it out. Jingle, jangle, the something, something. Right. Um, the one it? that we had a hard time remembering was uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. Well, because we're, we're like, where is this grind? Well, it was it was a dock at a shipping dock. And you just go down to the end and... Are you able to just sit at the end? Or no, no, no. Like, you had it? to grind it. Then this was all before the internet, right? Yeah, there was internet, but we were so, trying to not cheat. Yeah. But for the, the like, last three or something, we had to look them up. Yeah. But. That was that was early internet. It was early. I mean, it was the year 2000, <coughs> something like that. But we unlocked every single one, like, we were pretty excited. We knew this is the last one. We're about to do it. And we were expecting like explosions and Man. stars and congratulations. You've unlocked a secret level. And you know what happened? What's that? You just got the alert. Did you check. You did this one. Good job. And then you know what? And you look at all the lists and you could been... go look at the list and it was full. <laughs> that was it. That was it. They didn't even Nothing say you fancy. got it all. Nothing. You didn't get to go up on top of the princess peach's castle and yoshi was up there and he gave you a hundred extra lives no okay no that doesn't happen that's what happens in mario 64 i believe when you get a hundred and twenty stars is it what happens or is it what you believe i believe in a thing called love just listen to my rhythm of my heart uh yeah we definitely would cheat on mario on uh on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, they had the cool codes. They had did the you, cool codes. Did you That's ever? That's what I use the internet, and I would go and I would print out the list like zero gravity or like moon gravity. Oh, moon gravity. Was unlimited cool. balance. So you just do a trick and you're just grinding in a circle and you just go to the bathroom, That's come back. Dumb. I mean, it was fun. Did you ever try the reality mode? Oh, reality mode where it's just like you jump how high a how normal, high, yeah. real it's person like, jumps. Oh, look, he jumped six six inches off the ground. And you're I like, was with man. getting a lot of speed too. And you're like, man, how did Tony Hawk ever do a nine hundred? In reality, he's insane. That's how he's pretty good. That's how. Uh, there's a Tony Hawk documentary I watched, and he wants now he's what thirty years older from the last time he went. What two and a half times around? Is that a nine hundred? Well, three sixties all the way, so it's almost three times. Three sixty plus three sixty plus one eighty. Hey, yeah, so, uh, two and a half. Yes. So he's trying to do it, and now he's fifty-five years old, trying to do a nine hundred, trying to do a nine hundred, seeing if he can still do it. And it's a whole document. I think it's on HBO Max or HBO, whatever they call it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. You watch this 55-year-old man who's looking a lot older than he used to be 
when I remember them. Mm-hmm. Crash after crash after crash after crash. And he's like, looks like he's getting pretty beat up. But he just keeps getting right back up. And I don't even think he does it by the end. Or maybe he does one last time. Spoiler. This is like at his at-home okay. skate park. Yeah. Just like filming himself do it. Crazy. I'm never going to be uh, pushing myself that hard at anything. No, you are. You just told me you're going to you're going to replay Nintendo 64. Yes. Yeah. That's how That's, that's what you're going to do. That's the equivalent. It's the same. It's the same. You did it when you were young. And he you. he was a superstar when he was young. Mm-hmm. You know, a real go-getter. Right? Yep. Coming back. And now he's old. Now I'm a 38-year-old playing that picking up that weird shaped Nintendo 64 controller. It's the dumbest controller. <laughs> Give it's it an extra shot. Just the dumbest. It's, I just today watched a tall video of it's like Nintendo headquarters 1985 and they're looking at a regular Nintendo controller. Okay. Pretty utilitarian. It's got everything you need there. Looking good. Maybe the next one a little bit better. A little rounder maybe? A little rounder a little bit better. A couple extra better. buttons. And then it's like 1991 Super Nintendo. Ooh, this is it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, just uh, more of this for, for the next systems. And then it's like, <laughs> what is, who, what is this? <laughs> Send it. No, we got to we got to redesign. Oh, you already made them and sent them out. And oh. and you decided to use it for two systems. Oh, oh, and oh, did they ever? I mean, I don't know what happened after geez. that. Uh. Now it's time for a little thing that we like to call emails. We got an email. I almost tricked you there. You didn't trick me. Afterworkpot at gmail.com is where you go. And it's all, like always, it's in the description of this podcast. I always make sure to put it in there. Afterworkpod, gmail.com. Just click on that description. Sometimes I put other silly things in there. I don't know if anybody reads these things. No one reads them. I, I actually spend more time than I should typing it up. I really think through, and knowing that people at home go back and look because they're not that great, but I really think about it, like as I'm typing up that description for the podcast. So everybody should go in and look, and while you're there, just give us a rating and a review. Oh yeah, we you do know, that. you know, or don't. It no, doesn't really not matter. Just send an email, say thumbs up, guys. Email. Email the show, afterpod at gmail.com. We got an email from Andy. Andy? It says, I forgot again. That's all right, Andy. It's okay. Don't worry. It's a safe space here. Gentlemen, it's after work, I promise. Probably not for you yet, but for me. Yeah. Well, it is for us once you go through the space-time continuum. Mm. Because, you know... But when he wrote this, what time was that? His time, our time, was it day, not today. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I keep forgetting to email. Apparently, I have the memory of a goldfish. No. Apparently, I have the memory of a goldfish. (laughs) Apparently, I have the memory. I'm sorry. He He didn't write that. The third time? (laughs) He He didn't even write it twice. What? I'm tricking you. You spiced it. This week, Mule Cocktails. Okay. The Kentucky Mule is bourbon, lime juice, and ginger beer. 
Very nice. I made my wife a blood orange one. Got the idea from a rare dinner out. With blood orange vodka, blood orange juice, lime juice, and ginger. I assume he means ginger beer, but, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Brooks already knows this, Dan, but how dare you? Already know something before me, oh, yeah. Brooks. How dare you? I mean. Brooks already knows this, Dan, but I'm going to run a Spelljammer game for my board game group. Spelljammer? Got any good character names or cool monsters to sick on my players? You must have got all those fancy new Spelljammer books that Wizards of the Coast put out for Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Is that recent? I think they were pretty recent this last year. Uh, how do you feel about the whole Dungeons and Dragons controversy that they quickly backpedaled on and said, never mind, never mind, never mind. They know what they did. Never mind. That's how I feel. Okay. They did the right thing. Uh, I knew the whole time that they would kowtow to the internet. Good. Because the people that are the loudest and most vocal on the internet. Play D&D. Are these people. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones. They will bring you down. Who are the most silent people that we can They're abuse? They're about 70 years old. Okay. But please don't abuse them. All right, because that's like elderly abuse. It's just not nice. Don't do it. Okay. What about this? Spelljammer. Does it have the normal? Give me a character, Dan. Give me a character type. Oh. Uh, tell me what they look like. I'll come up with a name and uh, something else. Well, it's, I don't know. Okay, so... Let's just go. Elf rogue. It's a rogue. Work rogue rogue is a person that may or may not steal things, or perhaps they're rogue. They're sneaky. Maybe they're an assassin. Maybe they're I don't know. Okay, this guy's name is Johnny Pickpocket. Johnny. <laughs> He's not a pickpocket, but people assume he is because he's a rogue. He's gone rogue. Uh, so little Johnny Pickpocket, he's actually a murderer, a secret murderer, and he does a pretty good job blaming it on other people. See, Pickpocket name is kind of just to throw people off the trail that they actually might get murdered. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so they're mostly just worried about being pickpocketed when they should be worried about other things. All right, Dan, shoot, shoot another one at me. How about... Um... How about... So I can come up with another really original name like Johnny and an uh, action. How about a dwarf that is an artificer? What's an artificer? They make things. They, uh, like, imagine a person that makes magical items. Okay. This guy's name is Florence... Uh, Florence Couch. Florence Couch. Couch is his last name. Florence... Named after his grandma, parents thought they were going to have a girl named name their son Florence, and uh, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty good. He's like a novice at making magical things, but he's getting better. Uh, but his favorite uh, candy is butterscotch. Oh, butterscotch candies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those inspire him to make cool stuff? Yeah, whenever he eats them. And he's got... So when he visits his grandma? Yeah. Okay. 
also named Florence. Like I, I was, <laughs> okay. the two Florences is get the, together. Is there a machine in the mix? I mean, he's working on one. Okay. Okay. Grandma plays so, a heck of a banjo. So, Andy, I like to throw in <laughs> uh, Cthulhu-ish monsters, anything made by H.P. Lovecraft. Okay. And usually you can find nice stat blocks for them that fit right into D&D. Oh, really? You know, Migos, that's a nice one. I think in Spelljammer, I think you might go into space. I don't even, I'm not 100%, yeah, but I think do. so. Yeah, you do. And uh, Migo can go in a lot of uh, HP Lovecraft type monsters can go in space. Mm. So I say you break out your old, you know, fourth edition Call of Cthulhu book and just pick a bunch of monsters out of there. I mean, you got one, right? I'm sure you do. He's got one. Oh, Uh, maybe you have a third edition. I don't know. I think they're up to like eighth edition now. Maybe first edition. No, nobody's got one of those. Come on. It wasn't that popular. Well, he's oh, a, Andy's he's, a little older than he's I He's a big am. fan. He's a big fan. Uh, yeah, that's what I like for throwing stuff at your at your people. Um, character names, though. Uh, hmm. Benjamin Button. What a normal uh, Benjamin Button. <laughs> what are normal uh, names of characters? Are they weird, quirky names? Like, would an elf be named like? Riven, Riverthen, Riverston. One of the people, one of the characters that was in our game that we just finished, name was Fizzbang. Fizzban? Fizzban. He was a wizard. So so they're, okay, they are weird. It's not like. They're all weird names. It's not like Ted. Nobody's named Ted. (laughs) My character's name was Grimness, but he went by Grim. Okay. All right. Thought of grimness. That's that's a you know like you make uh, up the names. Not use the name generator. Oh, there's a name generator. Yeah, you can't. Okay, geez. Well, my elf, Ted. Ted. He's from. Does he uh, look like he's from Teddy Bear. He's from Rivendor. 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 Okay. Is that uh? Is that the door that you go through to the Dale? Is that in Rivendale? Riverdale. Riverdale. Riverdance. Uh, but. His parents wanted him to learn English, so they sent him to a boarding school in America and gave him a regular old American name, like Ted. Theodore, actually. Theodore, they, they named him after Theodore Roosevelt, their favorite president. They're yeah. not, you know, obviously they're from Rivendale. And uh, that's how... Riverdale? Whatever. Whatever I said earlier. You said it wrong earlier. Anyways, Andy, Enjoy. Sounds let's like know, a good time. Let us know how that goes. And if uh, if you're doing this online, Dan wants to be a part. Get in over Zoom. Do you have one of those robots with a TV monitor on it? That, oh, man, that would be so cool. That Dan could control from his house? <laughs> so I could sit around the table and eat eat uh, <laughs> nacho cheese Doritos and... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Dan, it happened. We got together, man. Oh, we did. Me, you, our wives. Double date. Friday night. Was it a date? What makes a date? I thought that was just us hanging out. Well, if we went somewhere, so it's a okay. date. And we also put it in the calendar. Oh. I think if you put it in the calendar, it's a, a date. date. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so yeah. that's what. Well, so these podcasts are not a date. They're not technically. They're not in the calendar. calendar. These are just random. We just do it. Gets get together. It's a get together. Random get together. Yeah. Uh, well, what happened, Dan? First of all, it was the end of sober January for me. Well, I was told dry January. I was told that after work, uh, when I when I came over to your house, uh-huh. that we were going to start with margaritas. We'll have margaritas here when you get here. I said, so I showed no, uh, no. Hold on, I showed up. (laughs) Showed up with my wife. I was like, oh yeah, Brooks said uh, he's gonna have margaritas for us. Yeah, come in, say hi. I walk into the kitchen. Yeah, and there's a bunch of bottles sitting there. Yeah, no margaritas. Well, you told me your wife wasn't drinking, so I didn't know what what she would be interested in. But there's margarita fixins, and there's like a bottle of tequila with with like one and a half ounces in it. Uh huh. I'm like, but how am I supposed to make? And you're like, you're pretty good at making margaritas, right? Why don't you just do it? Dan's patented margarita maker. No, you, you didn't even have limes. Not real limes, but I had lime juice. You did have lime juice. It was fine. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I squeeze fresh limes. What a waste of time. It does. Like, how do you do? You keep them on hand? Do you buy them on the regular? You just regularly like that's part of your part of shopping your you list. use them for cooking really yeah if you have mexican food you squeeze a little lime on stuff never squeeze limes on anything so tasty never ever i've never even made limeade Ooh, uh wow. rebecca likes a lime drop is that like a martini but it's like a margarita except it's made with a vodka okay a, a lemon drop is, is you know so I started out, <clears throat> I knew you were coming over. We are both off work. And I started out and uh, I poured myself a nice little shot of Mezcal tequila. Oh, right before I got here? Before you got here. And I was like, oh, I see. I want to just uh, sip this, get this night flowing. And then you come over and I'm like, Dan, you want to make us some margaritas? You're good at it. You taught me how. Uh, at Rebecca's... 40th birthday party, I believe you taught me how. What's underneath there, man? Dirt. Dan's looking. Okay. Keep talking. So, uh, two part, one part, one part. What was that? Two, two part, one, one. Two parts uh, tequila, one part triple sec, one part lime. Yeah. And I guess I could have done it myself, but I was like, nah, Dan's here. He can. Is that not cool to do? Should the host make them did you host i mean you came to my house (laughs) yeah and then we made these and then you made these delicious margaritas we came down here hung out chit-chatted for probably i don't know 45 minutes Ooh. so since there was not enough um what is it not 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 enough tequila to make four margaritas two of us had mezcal margaritas yeah I've never had a mezcal margarita before, but it was tasty. Yeah, that's how uh, we have them. A lot of times, that's my wife have them, will huh? make mm-hmm. half tequila, half mezcal. That that could have toned it down. It could have used a little bit of toning down. We could have just yeah. The, so I think what would have made it more palatable is if I would have just had a shot of mezcal first mm. to really get me acclimated to that strong taste. 
Because about halfway through, I was like, oh, this is fine. This is great. Yeah. This is delicious. That was, was good. It's delicious. Yeah. And uh, then around the corner from my house, this is where the date started. Mm-hmm. Before, it was just a casual hangout. All right. And then we went to a place around the corner that's got tasty food, uh, a weird bartender, and pinball. Quirky bartender. Quirky bartender. And that's my new favorite bar. I have three bars close to- uh, A bar, B bar, and C bar? And no, D bar. I've got (laughs) one of them is a Mexican restaurant that also has a bar inside, but they close very early. Everything's got a bar, right? I mean- and uh, Rachios must have a bar, right? Hey, don't mention don't mention names. <laughs> it really pinpoints where you know, it really pinballs where you live. It really pinballs. Uh, there's a ghost around here too. There's a ghost. Okay, let's not get too crazy. Food was delicious. It was had a hamburger. Uh, what else? Have a hamburger, French fries, tasty. Uh go up i was gonna buy a first drink for you dan oh yeah and your wife didn't want anything i believe i would have got her drink but she was driving which was which was nice of her smart of her and uh because you would have been spending the night if she wasn't (laughs) that's right (laughs) after that mezcal uh margarita we go up to the bar i'm like i'll take a neat jameson's and whatever the dan will like next to me Uh uh-huh and she goes, do you trust me to you? And I said, of course. <laughs> you were going to get something else. What were you going to get? You were going to get a shot of not Jameson. There was something else. No, I said, oh, maybe I'll just have whatever he's having. Uh-huh. Do you trust me? Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then she makes a... <laughs> a. A Buffalo Trace Old Fashioned. A Buffalo Trace <laughs> Old Fashioned. But with how much Buffalo Trace? Oh, that? that was a heavy pour. So... Maybe a double. Dan made best friends with the bartender, and uh, she kept coming by. Next time I went back and got another pour of Jameson's, I think that was pretty big as well. Mm-hmm. And I was hurting, man, <laughs> that next morning. I heard it through the grapevine that not much longer. Jamie was complaining that I made too strong of a margarita. And it couldn't have possibly been the fact that after that we had whiskey and then went to a bar. No. No, no. It was my margarita. It was your margarita. And then you said the exact same thing the next day to me. Yeah. It all started. Complaining. It all started with that tasty margarita. Apparently it didn't because you said you had a shot of mezcal before. So it didn't start. Anyways, it was you, man. You drugged us. What'd you put in those drinks? Two, one, one. Roofie? How many roofies you put in my drink? Oh, roofies not one of the ones. Okay. And then we go play some pinball after we eat those hamburgers. Turns out. Turns out Dan is pinball wizard. Pinball wizard. All the rest of us, nah. It's the wizarding happy. world just, of Dan playing pinball. Just happy to see flashing lights for a little while when we put seven. Bing, bing, bing. And you, after you played and just destroyed it. It's a, hey, man, enter your name. You made the list. I did. Number four. Yeah. Should we go back over there after this and see if it's still... See if I've been bumped off. How many are on the list? Five? I don't know. 
or there's probably like 20, but like. You don't see them? Like, well, don't they usually have like the top five right up at the mm, top? Yep. I have to go back over there. Are you hooked now? Do you want a pinball machine at your house? I've always wanted a pinball machine. Do you have any idea how much they cost and how much upkeep they require? How much upkeep? You got to have them serviced. No, like a grand piano? <laughs> like a grand piano. You got to get them tuned up. I got the pinball tuners. That's right. And you want to you wanna have them come to your house because you do not want to ship a pinball machine around. You will ruin it. Okay. I have it on good authority from people that work on pinball machines and arcade machines. You do not want to buy one over the internet and have it shipped across the country. It'll be destroyed. Yeah. Because I said, hey, to a, a person in the industry, mm -hmm. said, hey, I want a bubble bobble cabinet. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, yeah, that's oh yeah, that's a good one. And I said, yeah, uh, what if I just order this one on the internet? And they said, do not do that. It will be destroyed. I was like, oh, no, but I want it, and it's in New Jersey. And it's cheap. It's only $800. Oh, this one's $800. It'll be destroyed. I'll buy this one for 3000 from us we have right here. No, he said, I'll keep an eye out, and <laughs> if I ever get one through here, I'll let you know. I said, all right, Bubble Bubble, Virtua Fighter 2, mm -hmm. Killer Instinct, okay, Double Dragon, all the right. Simpsons arcade cabinet. The Simpsons, uh, which is the same as Double Dragon and as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Simpsons. Have you seen those new replica arcade games? I want a real one. Yeah, I do too. I've seen because it's like two thirds scale. I think. It looks in the in the Costco picture. It looks like it's full size, but they have. Little There's no person stand standing next little to little it. people standing next to them. Yeah. Like a tall kid dressed in a suit with a <laughs> fake mustache on. Yeah. Like, I'm on to you. Yeah. But they have the Simpsons on that replica arcade game. 300 bucks? How much? It's 500 bucks for that one. Oh. 599. Four player? It's four player. Ooh. I don't. Nope. I can't. What I if can't. it goes on sale for. 250. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, maybe. Right Where behind, right over it? there. Okay. Right there. I get rid of that uh, dresser and, you know. I wonder. Get four people pushed over there in that corner. We're all playing together. Well, if you, it's a four-player game. You don't want to put it in the corner. Yeah. Because okay. you got to get four people around yeah. it. I just need to have another child. Yeah. Virtual Fighter 2 or uh, Cruisin' USA. Or Cruising World, but Cruising Cruising USA. Ooh. Just remembering all these games that I would play at the Wonderland mm -hmm. in Jansen Beach, which had unlimited plays. Not nickels? Nickels were only for games with tickets. Oh, man. So any video game with no tickets, like just a normal video game, free. That's where you would just sit down and just play through the whole Simpsons arcade game. because it was If like, there was no line. If there was no line. So if you want to play Virtua Fighter 2, mm -hmm. you get in line. And if you win, you stay. Imagine. If you lose, you're out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a fighting game like that, mm -hmm. you just you just take turns, take turns losing to this guy that's yeah. really good. But I was that guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the other kids. 
and then uh and then we we left the uh pinball place and i thought we were gonna be hanging out but it was it was getting late we called it a night you guys took off and my wife and i went and had a dance party in the fort you missed out on the dance party that's too bad the fort dance party just tell your wife next time she can come over fort dance party and then we went down the slide and then i told my wife i'm gonna go lay down now can you put a bucket next to the bed <laughs> i was fine i didn't end up using that bucket just always nice to you know just have, have it there just in case have. i don't want to have to get up and run somewhere that's great night. We'll have to do that again. Yeah. Be on a Saturday. Nah. Oh, because it was a Friday night Friday. after work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're already we're already pretty tired. I can do Friday again. We'll do Friday again. Next time for the thing that we like to call around What's happening, Dan? So not a lot. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. This this three-week-long, I'm stretching this out, the cabinet behind me. Two weeks ago. Looks the same. One cabinet. Well, it's because you were over here on Friday, and we haven't done a podcast since then. Oh, that's since true. Not, take your mind back to last Wednesday. That's You've good seen what I've done. That's very nice. And I now, so I had just the plain boxes of the cabinets done and the holes for the adjustable shelves. Now I have the front hardwood on there and I have a top on it so it's a full on table it's doing its job it's holding stuff the back has been slid into place so it's sturdy and uh well, I got yeah, before it didn't quite look right and I got my nail gun out turns out I don't have to take my air compressor off of the shelf in my garage oh you just got long I can board. just plug in and it just shakes my whole shelf <laughs> Yeah. But the cord goes and reached all the way in here, so I was able to nail gun this all together. Just put a couple of cut-up yoga mats under it. Okay. Okay. I just do or that. Or you don't cut them, just fold them three times, um, you know? It's pretty loud, that air compressor. Oh, it's too loud. Uh, But, you know, here I am. What if, I'm oh. This far? <clears throat> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> well. What if you build into your addition that you've just done? A shelf way up high. Okay. Specifically designed for your air compressor. All right. Which also happens to be outside, at least for now. Okay. <clears throat> so you build that in. You get a place to plug it in, whatever. And then you just run a line mm -hmm. through the wall. Yep. And you put a permanently installed quick release fitting that you hook up. That's a great idea. To your compressor outside, where the yeah. noise can only bother the other neighbors. people. <laughs> yeah, my neighbor. They'll never hate you. But, I mean, they're renters, so. And you leave it plugged in to? all the time, so every once in a while when the pressure gets too low, it just kicks on it's at on 2 that. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, doing my attic edition, I did not turn off my air compressor, <laughs> and it kicked on at 3 a.m. Always. And I wake up and I'm like, just this crazy loud noise. I'm like, what's happening? Ah! And it's like above our head up in the attic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's the air compressor. 
And I ran up there. And then when I get up there. Kicks off. It turned off. It, and it would have been fine until 3 a.m. the next day. Yep. It would have just it takes that long to leak all that air out. There's a ghost. There's a ghost at 3 in the morning that's like, oh, this is the perfect time. He's Bang. he's right in the middle of a cool dream. Bang. But, yeah, it's coming along this uh, cabinet. I'm feeling happy. I did some mistakes, some some things. I add, subtracted some inches instead of adding some inches. Hmm. But this is still the, you know, it's the practice cabinet. Looks fine. Yeah, just, you know, don't don't slide like, you know. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm working on next step is the doors. The band. Next step is the doors for these, this cabinet. Yeah. I was going to make four doors. Now I'm thinking about just one on each side. So you're going to break on through to the other side? Break on through to the other side. And, uh, yeah. So I need to make a trip to Home Depot, and I got some cool ideas that are going to make this not just a plain old cabinet, but maybe a, perhaps a snazzy cabinet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. See how snazzy mm-hmm. I get. It's. I mean, you're going to be looking at it. It's, I'm I gonna have to stare it, at it. So I gotta make it nice for you, while while we're podcasting. You're gonna be looking at that cabinet. Yeah. Maybe I'll put some uh, sound deadening material on it. No, no, I can't. The ooh, the doors are sound deadening material. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nah, who cares about sound deadening? This podcast is professional anyway. Well, Dan, we did it. Another successful week. Yeah. You know what I think everybody should do? Let's find a a lovely couple that you and your significant other and or just random people that you know kind of well with no other significance. (laughs) And go out and have a good time together. And when you think the night is over, tap your friend on the shoulder and say, Hey, are we done here or will you be upset tomorrow if we go home? And we'll see y'all next time after work. Wait, are you sure we're done?